Hi everyone, it's Joyce. I just wanted to say that I hope you're keeping safe, healthy, and hanging in there. Sending love your way and my thoughts are with you. I kind of almost became a zombie overnight. Like I had no energy. I was walking like I was sleepwalking. My, I, I couldn't digest food properly. I felt like I was constantly getting sick. Um, stopped getting my period, like everything just stopped. And so it, it took three years to, to fully wow. recover, but these powerful ingredients in pretty high doses were a big, big part of that. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Platon here, and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Ruth Elnakave. She's a classically trained chef, a certified holistic nutritionist, and founder of functional food brand Joya. Joya offers multitasking products that deliver calm and boost immunity, as well as reduce inflammation, boost radiance, provide stress support, and self-protection from free radical damage. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Ruth. Thank you for having me, Joy. So excited to be here. I'm so excited. My pleasure. I have been already eyeing your brand. I am all about, I don't know, if I... If I weren't a makeup artist or working in the beauty industry, I think I would be in the functional nutrition industry because I just love food. I love that there is such a thing that food can actually heal you. So I want to explore more of that with your brand. You have an interesting background where you came full circle. You started as a culinary chef and then went to law and then back, went back to your original love. Talk to me about this. Yeah, I thought... I knew myself in my 20s and kind of even I'd say till my mid 30s, I really thought, you know, I knew what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be and what I needed to do to be happy. And even though my whole life um, up until I became a lawyer, food was such a big, massive part of my life and such a passion. And uh, yeah, you know, I had gone to culinary school kind of right before law school and Really, it always been the thing that made me tick, yet I thought, nope, that's my passion. And to be happy professionally, I need to do something corporate and professional. And, you know, I, I don't want to lose my passion for cooking by turning it into my nine to five. So I never pursued it professionally up until, you know, really now. I always thought that's just the thing I do when I feel like doing it for people I love. And yeah, and I need a corporate job to be you know intellectually stimulated and happy and it it took you know almost 10 years of driving myself into the ground in the corporate environment to realize that you know no that's not what i definitely not what i need and that there had to be a way to take food and turn it into a career that made sense for me i, I always knew i didn't want to be just someone you know standing in the kitchen um kind of pumping out the same menu every day, like that kind of restaurant chef world was never something that appealed to me, but sharing food with people and bringing people joy through food was something that I finally realized, you know, in my late thirties, early forties, that that's just what I was meant to do. So then it was just a matter of, okay, how do I do it in a way that, you know, is something I want to do and is exciting for me. So, yeah. Was there a specific tipping point that you were like, okay, this is it. I'm done. <laughs> Let me go to the kitchen, make myself happy. But then, and then realize it's, you know, inspired a whole business. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it was really just when I kind of stopped being in denial. Like for the first years, you know, you're in this big corporate law firm environment and, you know, you expect the first few years to be hard, right? The grunt work, you're the junior. Um, so I said, you know, I, I don't want to make any decisions too early. I want to give it a chance and get through those first few years and see if it gets better. Because if it gets better, then, you know, maybe this is something great in long term. So I did, you know, give it a chance. And I think it was kind of after I'd been there for a few years where I realized, you know, the role changes, but it's just the nature of the job. Like you are always a slave to the job and it always takes over your life, whether you're a junior associate or a partner. And I just realized at that point, and it was probably also because of my age, I was already in kind of my mid to later thirties at the time. And I just kind of woke up one day and realized that this was just not something I wanted to do for the next 20 years. You're an amazing example that it's not too late to switch gears. Mm -hmm. Where did you draw that courage from? Because I know a lot of people are going to be like, okay, this is a steady job. It's giving me benefits or income. What gave you that courage to start your own business and be an entrepreneur? Because entrepreneur itself, the, the, the term itself, it's a lot of risk taking. <laughs> yeah, that is the, the dictionary definition. of it. Yes. <laughs> um, I think it's probably a combination of a few things. I, had I, when I was younger, already known, you know, that thing that, that I wanted to be when I grew up and that, you know, fueled me. I probably would have, you know, started doing that younger in life and stuck to it. But, you know, unlike most of my friends who did, I didn't. I, I really, I mean, I didn't even want necessarily to be a lawyer. I just went to law school because I was told, you know, it would be a good degree to have and then graduated from law school and started practicing law because that's what I just studied. And, you know, I kind of fell into it. Um, but, you know, when I realized in my 30s that I'd spent all these years in school and working hard and still wasn't doing something that I truly enjoyed and that I wanted to get up every day to do, plus it was running me into the ground. I think that's when I just realized that it had to be a 180. Like I think it had the job that I just not enjoyed it, but it been fine. You know, I probably would have left and gone and still done something in the corporate world, just something I would have searched for something that I enjoyed more. But I think it was because I had such a draining, you know, experience that I, I yeah, I just felt like life, life's too short and I want to spend the rest of it doing something that I'm truly, truly passionate about. And what is that? Yeah, I love it. So the market is really crowded with a lot of superfoods and functional type of food brands that, you know, claim that nutrition will improve our daily lives. What made you decide to just brave and persevere and go on in in just building your brand in this industry yeah it it is a crowded i mean the superfood space i guess the way you put it, like it, it's definitely a crowded space and you know that term superfood has been used for a long time um i think that the niche i saw which still is a relatively new space and you know there's more and more brands kind of over the past year or two but is you know the functional food space and kind of to differentiate between the two, I think superfood is a term generally used for ingredients and foods that are nutrient dense, right? That just deliver a big bang for their buck in terms of nutrients, uh, antioxidants, minerals, vitamins, whatever. Whereas functional foods are kind of the next level. They're foods that affect the functioning of our body. So that have benefits beyond just their nutritional value. 
And that space is still much newer. And what made me, I'm always very business driven. I, I, you know, there's many things I'm passionate about, but I wouldn't pursue them as a business because I, I don't necessarily see an opportunity there. And for me in the functional food space, the kind of opportunity and the gap I identified came out of my own personal experience and um, became quite ill after leaving the law firm and healed myself with these ingredients. But at the time, joy obviously didn't exist. And I was just so frustrated by what was on the market and what I could find. Because for me, I found that everything was either, um, like I knew it was effective and I knew there were good quality products that tasted medicinal or, you know, didn't taste medicinal, but that's because they were full of sweeteners and processed milk powders and questionable, you know, herbs. And, and I, I just couldn't believe that that were the, those were the only two options. Like I knew with my culinary background and now my, you know, nutrition background and herbal medicine and everything that I was studying, that there had to be a way to bridge the two and make products that were actually effective comprehensive formulas, really synergistic, but that also tasted delicious and were something you were excited to incorporate into your routine and have every day. Yeah, and no, I love that. So share with me what these specific functional foods that treated your sickness. Yeah, I mean, it was part of a, uh-huh. you know, yeah. you have to realize that there's no magic bullet. And especially exactly. once you're kind of truly ill or really dealing with a condition, it's, you need a more comprehensive plan than, you know, just any one ingredient. Mm. These ingredients are absolutely great for, you know, people who just stress and, you know, some things are maybe off because you're so run down and they definitely help. And they were part of my overall plan, but lifestyle always has to be a part of it. And again, if you're really far along, sometimes you need kind of some other medications or herbal medications as well. But I was, I mean, for me, everything I was dealing with really stemmed from my adrenals being completely shut down. Um, and in a nutshell, the way the body works, right, is everything is interconnected. You don't have systems working independent of each other. And particularly your hormonal system, and there's obviously multiple hormone glands, but when your hormones are off, your hormones are the messengers that control everything else in your body. So when your hormones are off, chances are almost everything else is going to be off, right? Your digestion, your immunity, your focus, your alertness, your reproductive system, everything. And that's kind of what happened to me. My adrenals were shot and I kind of almost became a zombie overnight. Like I had no energy. I was walking like I was sleepwalking. My, I, I couldn't digest food properly. I felt like I was constantly getting sick. Um, stopped getting my period, like everything just stopped. And so it, it took three years to, to fully wow. recover, but these powerful ingredients in pretty high doses were a big, big part of that. That's amazing. And these are adaptogens, right? Some of them are like, some a of lot them, of them yeah. are adaptogens. Yeah, some of them. Um, and I know your brand champions a lot of these amazing adaptogens. I know that it's more prevalent now and it, there's a lot of information readily available, but Share with us exactly what adaptogens are. What products does Joya have to help with stress relieving or even acute stress and even some immune boosting products if you have some? Yeah. So adaptogens are, um, it's a term given to a class of herbs and functional mushrooms that have been extensively studied. So there's actually science kind of proving that they're adaptogens. 
Um, and they all, while they're different and they all have kind of some unique benefits, they all do three things. And that's help the body kind of resist the effects of stress or adapt kind of to the, to the effect of stress, help um, achieve kind of regular, proper metabolic function just in general, the body, and really help the body achieve balance um, and specifically in the nervous system and the immune system. Um, the hormone, your hormone system, your nervous system, and your immune system are all very closely tied. So those are kind of the three main things that all adaptogens do. And again, while they're each individual herb, so they each kind of bring some additional unique benefits to the table, or you know, some adaptogens are quite energizing while some are calming. So they have differences like that, but they all have to do those three things to be considered an adaptogen. And so you, you know, kind of situation now in the market where a lot of brands will kind of call herbs that aren't really proven adaptogens, adaptogens are called, you know, and it's, it's not that easy. Like you can't have an herb that is great for stress, but doesn't, if it doesn't knock off the other two as well, it's not a true adaptogen. It oh, that's have, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like it has, that's an actual definition. It's a, oh. you know, a scientist who studied these herbs for years came up with that definition. And so there's many herbs that are adaptogen like, or that are very, they're, they're they're strengthening, they're tonifying, they still help the body in many ways. But if they don't do those three things, plus kind of meet another few elements of the definition of adaptogen, including they can't be toxic, so you have to be able to take them regularly and daily, kind of with no negative side effects, the kind of few other parts of the definition, but they've got to do all those three things. Otherwise, you know, they, they may just be a tonic herb or you know, another kind of great herb, but that's not an adaptogen per se. And so our products as well, I mean, we have adaptogens in our products, but we also have a lot of these other amazing, powerful synergistic herbs because they're all important. And not only are they all important, you get more benefit from both the adaptogens and the other herbs when you pair them with herbs that are synergistic. So, you know, you could definitely use just one adaptogen, you know, add ashwagandha to your coffee every morning, you'll absolutely get a benefit from that. But if you pair it with two other herbs and mushrooms that it's complementary with, and that when you have them together, they almost enhance each other's benefits, that's when you really start to see amazing benefits. Oh, yeah. That's sort of like how they say that pepper is, in a sense, needed for turmeric to be absorbed in the bloodstream. Like that. That's amazing. I, but I didn't know this whole like adaptogen for it to really be an adaptogen, you know, per se, it has to meet all three categories. I didn't know that. That's good to know. <laughs> what would you recommend for, because I know now with everything crazy, things that have been going on, you know, global pandemic, we are just experiencing chronic stress and, and anxiety. So there's long-term stress, of course, there's the acute stress, and there's also the immune support. What products would you recommend off the bat, for example, especially like on a daily basis to be taking? So just to make us more resilient. Yeah. So just to, I, I think first to clarify kind of between chronic and, and acute stress, mm -hmm. those little bursts of acute stress, if you want to call it that, that's normal and fine and in fact important for the body because it's just like workouts, right? Workouts put stress on your body, but they make you stronger. And it's yes. the same thing. Little, little bits of stress are important because they help us build our resistance to stress and make us stronger. Mm -hmm. When there's too much of it all the time, nonstop, 
that our bodies just can't just keep, you know, it just wears us out. And so adaptogens and, and these ingredients, they're really for that chronic stress, right? For people that are just, it's that ongoing repetitive. I mean, when you live through a pandemic, right? It's nonstop. Yes. Or just a lot of our lifestyles, right? It's the job and the family and how do we balance it all? And it's, it's almost hard not mm -hmm. to be regularly um, stressed, right? And so, you know, I'd say, again, all adaptogens are beneficial for that and all adaptogens support the immune system. But again, each adaptogen kind of has some unique properties. So you said anxiety, you know, so for people who tend to be anxious, um, ashwagandha is a calming adaptogen, reishi, uh, reishi mushroom, it's a calming adaptogen. So those are kind of two of my favorites um, for people that, you know, tend to be anxious. And it doesn't mean it's, you know, only for people that are anxious, but yes. they are calming um, adaptogens. And then there's kind of more energizing adaptogens, um, other mushrooms. And, and there's, so yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it, you can't go wrong any adaptogen mm -hmm. unless, you know, you're pregnant or have a medical condition, you want to consult with your doctor. For, for the average human being, they're all beneficial. It's just helpful to, you know, speak to a practitioner if you have specific concerns because they can guide you, you know, in the maze of adaptogens and find the one or ones that are going to be kind of the best suited for your specific either constitution or what you're going through. Yes, time. that's true. Yeah. And it could always change because we're always experiencing different new things, you know, on a like daily basis or monthly basis. Yeah. And I actually like I've looked at your poured over your website. It's so beautiful. And I know you offer different powders and elixirs. Can you use these when while cooking? For example, I'm cooking vegetables and can I just like sprinkle them on top of my veggie while cooking? No drink. One way in which our powders differ from, you know, quite a few of the other brands on the market is we don't sweeten them. Uh, mm. They have a nice kind of natural sweetness just from the herbs and spices we use, but we do not add any sweeteners, not sugar and not stevia, or erythritol, anything. So, uh, and, and that's largely because I don't believe in dictating to somebody how sweet their drink or anything is, is going to be. I know I don't like things super sweet. Yeah. Um, and we also don't add, again, milk powders, um, largely because they're processed and contain ingredients like maltodextrin, which is a whole rabbit hole we could go down. So that makes them super versatile because they really are kind of ready to make a latte. If you want to make a latte, add it to whatever milk you love and, you know, add a bit of sweetener. If you, but then you can also mix it into your oatmeal, add it to your smoothies, mix it into baked goods, kind of any snack. Mm -hmm. I'd say depending on what you like. I mean, the cacao and matcha are maybe less geared to savory food. Um, although I like cacao in some of my, but the turmeric one, on the other hand, I've added it to kind of like a curry flavored dish Ooh. or a soup and it, it works fabulously in there because it's got the turmeric and it's got all these additional spices as well. So yeah, I mean, I think the main use would not typically be savory for most people, but yeah, food, snacks, smoothies, lattes, super versatile. I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm getting, I was getting hungry. Like listening to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it when I know that I'm getting my favorite foods, but at the same time adding that extra kick of like healthiness in it. So, you know, it's just like a double win for me. <laughs> and that's yeah. the thing. Not everybody drinks lattes, right? It's just exactly. Like, um, but if you can already add it to something that you have anyway, again, your yogurt, your oatmeal, if you do smoothies, whatever, then it's just such an easy thing to incorporate in your team because it's not like now you have to add an additional food that maybe you're not so into or 
Exactly. And you feel like you're, you know, checking the boxes and achieving things. You're like, okay, I got all of my vitamins and minerals and adaptogens in this one bite. <laughs> so someone that has experienced stress, and we all know that we are experiencing a global pandemic. What is your advice in, in dealing with just a stressful day and or even just months? How do you overcome that? I'll be honest. I mean, I'm I launched a new business during a pandemic. So there's no oh, wow. lack of stress in my life. I think it's, you know, there, there's some kinds of stress that we can work to actually eliminate or sources, the sources of stress. But again, we, we live, you know, there's some of us, there's just always going to be certain stressors. And I think in those cases, it's more, how do you deal with it and how do you react to it? And what else can you do in your life to, you know, balance the effects as opposed to thinking you need to get rid of the stress, right? A, a mother or a family, a couple with young kids at home and careers to think about and parents to worry about, you know, there's certain things are just not going to go away. So I think for me, what I realized and I really have tried to do the best I can, you know, ever since getting sick and then getting healthy again is just the little things that are quite powerful. And I don't think people realize until you really give it a shot. Sometimes people think, you know, how powerful can deep breathing for a minute every day be or how, but you'd be mind blown sometimes, you know, at how, and so I try my best again, my days are, are typically crazy, but I, every morning, you know, I try to do that five or 10 minute meditation. And before I get out of bed in the morning and when I lay in bed at night, kind of have a, a few deep breathing exercises, you know, that I do. Um, I've been trying to keep my workout routine really balanced with, you know, not only really high intensity workouts, but, you know, some more calm yoga, stretching routines, just kind of doing, you know, as much as you can with your life and your lifestyle mm -hmm. at the moment. And then again, you know, supporting it with diet to the extent, yeah. whether it's, you know, product or just, just nutrient dense food too, right? Like our, our hormone glands, our bodies in general need nutrients to function properly. And part of functioning properly is the brain and, and how stress and hormones work. So if you're feeding your body nutrients in general, that's helpful. It doesn't, it's not going to solve the problem, but it's all part of a lifestyle kind of approach. Yeah, I totally agree. It's a journey, you know, you know, yeah. tweaking here and there. How, you know, however you're growing, it has to always be tweaked. Yeah. Finding what works for you. Like, yeah, not everybody's a meditator, right? Not everybody <laughs> yeah. has to do yoga. Like it's really finding, yeah, what works for you. Uh, here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Wow. So important beauty whether it's internal right or external kind of more superficial is, is subjective right it's always going to be subjective because it's in the sense of, of how you perceive it and i think for any one of us it's focusing just focusing on what's unique about because what's unique about you is what makes you beautiful right what or even you know, when you're no longer here, what, what do you want to be remembered? What is it that you do that you want to be remembered for? Like, what's that unique thing that you bring to the party? And that's what makes you beautiful. And so just focusing on that, you know, there's, I mean, we're complex beings, but yeah, focusing on that thing that makes you, you, 
and realizing that that's what people are drawn to about you. That's what makes you unique is that's what makes you a beautiful human being. So. So I want to talk about your hair, makeup, and skincare routine. Morning to night, quickly include products. Because a lot of my viewers and listeners are always interested and curious about what my guests use. And it's always, they're like, oh my God, I've never, you know, heard about that brand. Oh, it works for her. Let me try it out. Okay. Well, my, uh, my routine is quite au naturel. So. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah. So uh, I think you said start with hair. So. I um, I am one of those people that has been very lucky to be the daughter of a hairdresser. So wow. I have a saved much money my entire life <laughs> when it comes to my hair, um, and not just on hairdos, but hair products as well. I think one thing people don't realize is that a lot of the really expensive, fancy hair products on the market, um, they're actually designed in a way to dry out your hair so that you need to constantly be using more and buying more oh my um, goodness it's all about just like, just like everything in our body it's all about ph balance yeah. right not acidic not to and a lot of hair products are really especially the shampoos are really acidic so that you then need to buy the conditioner and use a ton of the conditioner and yeah um, so i've just been really it is lucky. a business definitely <laughs> yeah so I've just been really lucky. My father obviously taught me all this and he buys for his salon this amazing shampoo that like you don't even need conditioner after. It's so wonderful. Oh, he buys it by the gallon for his salon. So that's that's my shampoo. I don't even know the name to be honest. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, my hair routine. We'll just make sure to get pH balanced hair products. Yeah, yeah. just really yeah. For, look for that. They say mm -hmm. it on the Um and in terms of skin, again, I just really clean and simple. So um, I masks, like I love to do um, at least once a week, if not twice a week, either honey or just a really natural clay mask um, or two I love. And I'm always open. I'm constantly just trying new things. Like as long as it's natural and really clean ingredients, I'm, I'm opening, open to trying it. Um, but those are two I love. And then I love using, um, again, just a really clean, natural, like alcohol-free toner, uh, fairs or whatever. And I just use, um, in the summer, just a couple simple face oils. I don't, my skin doesn't need all these fancy creams. And um, I just love the simplicity of some really good, powerful face oils. In the winter, it gets a bit too dry to just use that. So I'll also add, um, like a balm and again I don't really have a I mean with the face oils I like like the yeah. ordinary anything the ordinary way of will um yeah there's, there's lots of brands you can find kind of really good mm -hmm. um and it could be kind of rose hip or even manuka something really um clean and then yeah for balms again I had a friend who she uh, doesn't have the business anymore, but she was making these. Uh, it was a whole natural line of face care. And just this amazing balm that just had all these really rich, rich, thick, nourishing ingredients. And it's just like a savior in the summer, just like a little bit of that on your face and then kind of rub the oils into it on top of it. So super simple. But And then in the summer with some kind of um, SPF or, you know, if needed. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love like an easy going and low maintenance type of beauty routine. 
Totally. I have loved, um, I have a gua sha set and a, a roller and a, mm. and a tool and I, I just, A, I just love the feeling. Um, yeah. but I've, I've been doing that just for a little while now and I love, I love that. Mm. And um, what else? Quite simple and makeup to be honest like with the pandemic I used to when I was working the corporate life and the, the law firm like yeah it was a regular part of my routine but you know the not going out much now and and being at home it's I, I don't you know I was never a, a big big makeup person but mm -hmm. definitely when I'm just working from home I don't I don't just put makeup on for kind of no no reasons. So. Exactly, yeah. I'm the same. <laughs> I put on makeup just for like my recordings and stuff. But other than that, it's like, oh, I'm just, I'm actually loving it that we're not really required as much or that not much pressure to put on makeup. Because I know, I think everyone's on Zoom, so they all get it. We're at home, you know? <laughs> it's funny. I don't know if you saw a difference, but kind of the first month or so of Zoom, I think people were still, you know. Yeah coming to the table and then it just well I think we got to the point where there was like just audio zoom like everyone was a little bit zoomed out so either yeah. weren't doing video at all or I'm showing up in my sweats and taking it yeah <laughs> we all know we, we all get it so there's absolutely no judging <laughs> yeah so what is something exciting in store for you and or Joya yeah well right now my life is largely Joya. Joya is my true baby, uh, if you want to say it. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, we just hit our one year anniversary. And again, it's, it was a challenging year, you know, launching is always challenging, let alone doing it during a pandemic. So what's coming up is we're really excited to launch wholesale now and really get many more channels because right now we're still um, only selling on our website. So the big thing coming in 2021 is our wholesale launch and hopefully you'll be able to find us in a lot of places that's, so that's exciting yeah that and, and our canadian launch we're, we're a canadian brand not yet selling in canada which has been a little frustrating but just different regulatory regime up here so we're super excited to finally sell our products in canada as yeah well. but we'll definitely support you through your website for now so and on that note where can they find you and learn more about joya and also just keep up with what's new yeah so our website is joya.ca, not com, ca, um, for everybody, no matter where you are. And we've also got tons of recipes. I mean, we spoke earlier about the ways to use the product. We have tons of recipes for every one of our products up there and articles about adaptogens and nutrition and other, you know, wellness things as well. So it's a great source of information. And our main social channel is Instagram. So you can find us at The Joya Life. I love it. Do you make the recipes on the website? Are you the one that come up with the recipes? Some. It's getting, my time is getting less and less. <laughs> a, lot yeah. them, a lot of them come from me, but we love collaborating. Uh, we work with a lot of content creators who, you know, if they post an amazing recipe using our products, we'll, we'll share it as well. Or we work with some other collaborators. If anyone's listening and Mm -hmm. uh, you love cooking and play around with our products we yeah we we love sharing all amazing recipes so yeah well i definitely love food and i'm definitely gonna check out your website even more so i can try all the different wonderful products <laughs> yeah, we get you everything yes all right thank you so much for your time ruth i had so much fun oh my god i'm really excited about this brand i love anything yummy to begin with and also healthy so it hits all those spots thank you so much for having me had a blast chatting with you